सहनावतु सहनोभुलतु Karma, however it is explained, 
But basically, what we want is become free and freedom from grief, freedom from dependence, freedom from being controlled. I just want freedom in every way. <coughs> and usually, I interpret that freedom as a given situation. Therefore, I define freedom as a set of situations. This happens, that is called freedom. That does not happen, that's called freedom. I discovered that happening that or not happen something else, maybe freedom only momentarily, but later on, freedom is always to be explained as my own condition and not condition of something other than myself. <coughs> Sum anapitvat himagavaha sochami. Anapitvat, since I do not know the self. Or saying that, since I know the self wrongly. So not only do I not know the self in its true nature, I take it to be quite contrary to what it is. The self which is complete in nature is taken to be incomplete, inadequate, lacking, wanting. Sarvada Shochami. So, Santapye, all the time I am suffering mentally. Tamma Shokasya Param Antam Bhagavan Tarayato. Atma Jnana Uvipayana. By the raft of knowledge, may the Venerable Sir make me cross, reach the other shore of this ocean of grief. May, may I cross the ocean of grief. So this grief is called ocean. Because if one tries to overcome the grief, or become free from grief by means, other than self-knowledge, it's a never-ending pursuit. <coughs> it is like that man who sees a golden necklace in the water, dives into water, tries to get hold of that, looks like he has got it, but he doesn't get it. It's like that. Always making wrong kind of attempts. So as long as any means other than self-knowledge is employed for becoming free from grief, so long it is not going to be successful. So it's called ocean. As long as ignorance is there, so long there is no freedom from grief. <coughs> Therefore, of course, it is not a real ocean, but it's ocean created from ignorance. <laughs> In the wake of the knowledge of the true nature of the self, the so-called ocean, ocean gets dried up. So even though the expression is, may the Venerable Sir help me go beyond the grief, make me cross the ocean of grief, make me reach the other shore of this ocean, there is no ocean of grief as such. But it can be described that way because it's a never-ending thing. I have been seeking to become free from grief from the time beginningless from one birth after the other. In that sense, it can be called ocean. <coughs> it's not a real ocean. Had it been real ocean, nobody could ever cross it. <coughs> so now, Sanat Kumara sees where says Narada is. What is his knowledge of self, basically? So, the knowledge of scriptures and ultimately reflects the knowledge of self anyway. <coughs> As the Tikaka will explain, from this knowledge of scriptures ultimately, Sanat Kumara wants Narada to arrive at the knowledge of the self. <coughs> you see, Sanat Kumara sees the basic problem. And as Sayyid Narada also admits 
Anatma Vitwat. Since I do not know the self. Therefore, Sanat Kumar presents a prakriya, a methodology of how to arrive at the knowledge of the true nature of self. So somewhere it is Panchukosa Viveka, it's a prakriya. Avasthatre Viveka, Dhrugdrushya Viveka, Satyamitya Viveka. From gross to the subtle, Panchukosa. <coughs> And so, uh, here also, a prakriya is applied. Beginning where Narada is, he is slowly led to where he should be. So that's the right way of teaching, approach to the teacher. Begin from where the student is. As Swami Vivekananda used to say, the teacher should teach what the student wants to learn. Not what he wants to teach. So we start playing out what we want to teach. But that very often doesn't work. Then we blame the listeners, we blame all the sellers who don't understand. That may be so. When the shrota, the listener is not buddhyate, is not enlightened, is not understood. Vakturaveta jadyam is jadyam, ignorance of the vakta. Because vakta should begin where the listener is, shrota is. That is why Sanatkavara asked Narada, please tell me first what you know. So that I can tell you something beyond what you know. So anatma vittvateva shrochami. Because of the ignorance of the self, I am grieving. And therefore, revered sir, may please help me reach the other shore of the ocean of grief by self-knowledge. If ignorance of the self is equivalent to or amounts to the ocean of grief, it is self-knowledge. So please teach me, give me the knowledge of the self. That is what Sage Narada, you know, appeals to Sanat Kumar. <coughs> Yet, so first of all, Sanat Kumar wants Narada to become free from any kind of notion he may have about his learning. Soham, you know what I know? Rigveda, Rigveda. Rigvedam Adhyami, Yajurvedam, Samvedam, Saravedam, Ityasa, Puranam. So first of all, it is not that you want to uh, humiliate the student or anything like that. But you want the student to recognize where he is. Whatever kind of notion he will be entertaining about himself, but where he truly is, that he should see. He knows where I have to reach. So why is this fellow doing it? Why do, what is your quest, first of all, you know? Don't ask why they do this and why they don't do that. What do you want? Through wanting others to do that and not do that. I'm going to change the whole world. I'm going to enlighten. What do you want? What is your quest? So that's what Swami Shivananda asked. What is your quest? So make him see it's all kind of stuff, so much of expenditure of activity and energy in doing this and that and correcting this and debating. What do you want? And so when one understands what I want, that is when the, there is a direction. <coughs> So that's how Sayyid Narada is placed in his proper place. Yet we can say that Adhagishtaha, Narada, whatever it is that you have studied so far, it is nothing more than name, nothing more than words. As far as true knowledge is concerned, of course. So this is the 
ಇಷ್ಟು ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಇತಿಹಾಸ್ಮಯತ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಿಧೋ ವದಂತಿ ಪರಾಚೈವ ಪರಾಚ ಪರಾವಿದ್ಯೆ ಅಪರಾವಿದ್ಯೆ ಸೊ ಸೈಜ್ ನಾರದ ಇಸ್ ವೆಲ್ ಲರ್ನೆಡ್ ಎಸ್ ಫರ್ ಎಸ್ ದಿ ಅಪರಾವಿದ್ಯೆ ಇಸ್ ಕನ್ಸರ್ನ್ ಸೊ ಆಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಅಪರಾವಿದ್ಯ ಸೊ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಮುಂಡಕೋಪನಿ ಇಂಕ್ಲೂಡೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಅಪರಾವಿದ್ಯೆ ಇನ್ ಮುಂಡಕೋಪನಿ ಹಿಯರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಸೊ ವೇದ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಸೇಮ್ ಹೌ ಯು ನೋ ದ ವೇದ ultimately paravidya also is in rug veda or is rug veda but mantra vedavasmi karma vedavasmi the tatpari the purport of the veda i understood is that veda is teaching karma all all i know is the word meaning of this passages <coughs> so the vachya arth becomes the aparavidya lakshya becomes paravidya in technical words if you want to say <coughs> so from the aparavidya he has to be guided to the paravidya <coughs> and there were a processes begin here to slowly from gross to the sarva <coughs> then we go to the now next passage the page 301 uktam <coughs> upapadayati ಯದ್ದಿ ಕೇಚಿತ್ ಕೇಚಿತ್ ಅಧಿಗಿಷ್ಠಾ ನಾಮೇವ ಎತತ ಯತ್ ಕಿಂಚನ್ ವಾಟ್ ಎವರ್ ಯು ನೋ ಈಸ್ ನಥಿಂಗ್ ಮೋರ್ ದನ್ ನಾಮ ಉಪಾದ ಇನ್ ವಾಟ್ ವೇ ಹೌ ಡು ಯು ಸೇ ದಟ್ ವಟ್ ಐ ನೋ ವಾಟ್ ಆಲ್ ಐ ನೋ ಈಸ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ನಾಮ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಈಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನ್ ವಿತ್ ರೀಸನಿಂಗ್ the next passage nama varigveda hai yajurveda hai samaveda hai atharvanas chaturth hai itihas purana hai panchamaha vedanam veda hai pitre hai rashi ನಿಧಿ ವಾಕೋ ವಾಕ್ಯಂಕಾಯಣ್ಯಾಕ್ಷತ್ರವಿದ್ಯಾಕ್ಷತ್ರವಿದ್ಯಾಕ್ಷತ್ರವಿದ್ಯಾಷತ
ಉಪಸಂಹಾರಿಸ್ಪ್ಲೈನ್ ಕೇನ ರೂಪೇಣ ನಾಮ ಆದರ್ತವ್ಯವಿದೆ ಆಶಂಕ್ಯ ವಾಟ್ ವೇ ಶುಡ್ ಐ ಲುಕ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಆದರ್ತವ್ಯ ಹೌ ಡು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ರಿಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ರಿವಿಯರ್ ದ ನಾಮ ಓಲ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಮ ಸೊ ಇನ್ ವಾಟ್ ವೇ ಶುಡ್ ಐ ರಿಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆರ್ Adartavyam, Adar means reverence. In what way should I show the reverence towards Nama, respect towards Nama? In what way should I worship Nama? So, Mahashakara says, Nama Upaswa, Brahma Ite, Brahma Buddhya. So, this passage does not say, Nama Brahma it says Nama Upasva it says. But the second passage says Sayo Nama Brahma it Upasva. So second passage says one who meditates upon Nama as Brahma. Therefore when in this passage the teacher says Nama Upasva may you meditate upon Nama means Nama is Brahma. So Brahma it means Brahma Buddhya. So this is Upasana, is mental worship. And worshiping Ishwara, that's all. Worship is always worship of Ishwara. So meditation is of the nature of the mental worship of Ishwara. Saguna Brahma Vishayaka Sajatya Vritti Pravaha Sajatya Vritti Pravaha Maintaining a current of thoughts saguna brahma vishayaka of which the vishaya the content is saguna brahma brahma with qualification that's what the mind can think of so mind always dwells in the realm of the names and forms qualifications attributes and ever ever the vedic culture says that for thinking about lord even for praying the lord for meditating upon lord for worshiping lord also the mind needs an alambana needs a prop needs some help needs a nimitta needs a reason you know needs also a, a, a pratika a symbol it is even though all other people talk about inirakari shwara etc how they meditate we don't know well when the mind becomes ready at some point you can meditate upon nirakara 
But every Tom, Dick and Harry cannot have expected you. Know, you can't begin with meditation of Nirakara. That's all they have, Nirakara. And so it is not that Vedanta or Hinduism does not talk about Nirakara. It certainly talks about that only. But not only Nirakara is Brahman, Sakara also is Brahman. What is is Brahman? Akara means all the forms, attributes, everything is Brahman. In what way? Akara is Mithya. So Mithya becomes a basis for you to lead to Satyam. If you relate to Mithya in a certain way, this is called Upasana. So superimpose the idea of Brahman upon a pratika or a symbol, in this case, nama, superimposed, so it's oh nama. So, therefore, pranava sarvedeshu, I mean pranava omkara in all the Vedas. So take a name, in those days, om, or any of the bijaksharas, so they were prevalent at that time. But Om is what we find most mentioned. <coughs> so take that name. That is that is the Nama of Brahman. That's Ishwara's name. And therefore, look upon the name with the same reverence as you look upon Ishwara. <coughs> so Adartavyam with same reverence with the same worshipful devotion. So for invoking the reverence in our heart, for invoking devotion, that is most important. What is most important, as Swamiji says, that who should worship, a devotee should worship. So for worship, I should invoke a devotee from me. And whatever helps me to invoke the devotee, I, I seek that help. The importance is not the means that I employ. Importance is what I accomplish as a result of those means. They fight about Sagun, Nirguna, etc. Important is myself that a devotee should be invoked from me. That is important. For somebody it is this one, for somebody it is something else, what does it matter? So therefore there can be many means as far as worship is concerned, but basically what is worship is thinking of the Lord with a worshipful mind, a prayerful mind. So some use prayerful mind. Prayerful mind remains or maintain a prayerful mind all the time. Even when you perform your day-to-day activities, maintain a prayerful mind. But then, while performing day-to-day activity, it may be difficult to maintain prayerful mind because, because of my own ragadveshas, therefore, the world with which I interact keeps on in pushing my buttons and therefore provoking me with my ragged prayers. And therefore it's difficult to maintain a prayerful mind in the later activity for an ordinary person. Therefore special acts of worship where a part-time devotee is converted to a full-time devotee. Kāyavāṅvana kārya muttavam ujanam japas chintanam kramad. Therefore, perform the act of worship at the level of body. At the level of speech, whatever you are comfortable with. So, with all, you see, this is one culture which recognizes the diversity. That everybody is different. Now, you cannot, of course, address everybody, so general classes. 
So there were Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Sudra, it's a classification. Of course, there is no class which can include everything. So regardless of what classification you have, still it cannot include everybody. So there are always oddballs, always everywhere. You know, oddball means, in this, this is the uh, language of baseball, an oddball. So it is different from other balls and that, you know, people don't know how to relate to that. <coughs> Similarly, you classify as Brahman, there are oddballs always, you know, <laughs> in Brahmanas, not Brahmanas, not Kshatriyas. And so, you must have special treatment for them. If you don't have, then there is a problem. So, uh, we did not have special treatment for this, for how to deal with them. And so, they were all, he says, you are outcast, you are, they were all punished. The method of management that these people employed was punishing the person who did not conform to the, the law, to the rules. Now, that may not be the best way of management, punishing. So, rewarding and punishing is the way of management that is generally employed in all ancient cultures. So, you see a lot of repression, lot of, uh, uh, lot of also torture and cruelty because punishment. Still, this is what we know. Everybody recognizes that that's not the way to really manage or to correct situation. The fear goes only so anyway, diverting. The thing is that, the, the point is that, taking into consideration the diversity. This, this culture is, is outstanding as far as taking into account the diversity is concerned. People are not the same. Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya should recognize they are different. The goal is not the same. Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha, they are different. God is the same but there are different forms. The people are comfortable in worshipping. So number of methods of worship, number of methods and you know, all. So all diversity to try to accommodate as much as you can. So that is, that is inclusive culture, to include everybody, to provide for everybody. But the managers did not do that, they did not, they were excluding people, so they excluded, not here, get out, go out. So that's how all these outcasts, you know, when they all piled up to the extent that they are more than the real caste people. So that is not the problem of the system, it is the problem of management. The caste system is blamed, but it is the way the system was managed. Anyway, more enlightened the manager is, better the management is. Management does, requires two kinds of skills, the hard skill and the soft skill. Hard skill is all the rules and regulations. The soft skill is a person's capability of perceiving the subjective aspect, the objective aspect and the subjective aspect. The hard skills deal with the objective aspect. There is a subjective aspect. That is where the soft skill is required. So a doctor also gets all the reports of all kinds of that hard skill. From that, to arrive at the judgment, what the actual problem is and what the appropriate solution is, there is soft skill. Anyway, so the thing is, but here, this upasana, coming back to our topic of upasana, as to how, what a variety is presented, what is important is not the outer structure, the objective aspect. What is important is subjective aspect. <coughs> Therefore, in all worship, what is important is invoking the devotee. Not the method of worship. That's where people focus and then they fight with each other. Which is superior and what is not superior. 
Nothing is superior because everybody is different. So what may superior to me may not be superior to somebody else. What is important is that devotee is involved. That's how bhakti is important. So that is why so many of these outcast people also are bhaktas. They excel because devotion. And so many learned people who did not devotion, they you know did not go too far. So upasana is mental worship of Ishvara. The Kayavan and Mana, this is the Upanishad, only talks about the Upasana at the level of mind. The Karmakanda talks about Kayavan, etc. Mana also. But here, this is worship at the level of the mind. <coughs> Therefore, Brahma is Brahma Buddhya. So important is Brahma Buddhi. That's important. And whatever helps you to create that Brahma Buddhi is good, is the right thing for you. So if Lord Krishna helps you to create in your mind Brahma Buddhi, that's the right thing for you. And if Hanuman does it, Ganesha does it, or any other form helps it, that's what matters. So there is no superiority as far as one form is concerned to the other form. So many devis, every rickshaw is a different devi behind and every day you come the new goddesses. But for that fellow, that's the thing. So which devi is superior? What is inferior? What is important is that a devotee, that Brahma Buddhi, that that form enables you to discover in you the devotion and a devotee in you. So however superior mantra is, Gayatri mantra is, but if it doesn't do anything to me, what's the use of that mantra? So people pay a lot of attention to objective aspect. Yes, the mantra has its effect, no doubt about that. But more important is, the devotee that is involved in. See, if Rama does it, that is superior mantra for you. Which is the best mantra? That which invokes in me the devotee. <coughs> so it is Nama iti Brahma Buddhya Upasva. Therefore, we look upon Nama as Brahman. Upasthi prakaram dashtantena sputayati. Upasthi prakaram. What's the method of meditation? Sputayati clarifies drashtantena. That's what nakada and sutakara drashtantena sputayati. Bhashyakara clarifies or makes clear in what way you meditate. With the help of Dhrashtanta or illustration. Yatha, Vashagara says, Yatha, Pratima, Vishnu Buddha, Upaste, Tadvata. Standard example of Vashagara. Yatha, so people say whether was he a Shaivite or a Vaishnavite, you know. So one Mahatma Vashtrikara was a Vaishnava, Vashtriva Vrishnu, because every time he says Pratimayam Vishnu. So Pratimaya Shalikana, that's the example you always find. He doesn't say that on a linga you meditate upon Shiva, that example we never find. So he must be Vaishnava, Bhakta Vishnu. <coughs> so is a Pratimayam Vishnu Vindya, because always Lord Shiva is the Bhakta of Vishnu, if he is the incarnation of Lord Shiva, then he must be the best devotee of Lord Vishnu. So that's a very nice way of reconciling with it. If he is incarnation of Vishnu, he will be Bhakta of Shiva and vice versa. <coughs> so Yasa, Pratima, Vishnu, Buddha, Vaste, just as one meditates upon or worships Vishnu with the help of Pratima, meaning superimpose the idea of Vishnu upon Pratima. Look upon Pratima as Vishnu. In that way, look upon Nama as Brahman. 
नामनी ब्रह्मदृष्टिया उपास्यमाने किम सियात ऑल राइट यू मेडिटेट अपॉन नाम एज ब्रह्म किम सियात सो व्हाट्स द रिजल्ट ऑफ दैट द नेक्स्ट पैसेज सेज दैट सो नाम ब्रह्मेत्युपास्ते यावन्नामनो गतम् तत्रास्य यथा कामचारो भवदे यो नाम ब्रह्मेत्युपास्ते अस्य भगो नामनो भूय इति नामनो वाव भूयोस्ते इति तन्मे भगवान् ब्रवीत्विते So, Nama Brahma Yupaste, one who meditates upon Nama as Brahma. So, what is the result of that meditation, Upasana? Yavan, so here meditation also means identification. So, here ultimately the meditator gains such a degree of concentration an identification that he essentially becomes Nama. So he becomes Brahma, he becomes Brahma, but Brahma as Nama. So meditating upon Brahma, he becomes Brahma. But he meditated upon Brahma as Krishna, he becomes Krishna. So that aspect of Brahma. Similarly, since he meditates upon Brahman as Nama, or Nama is Brahma, therefore, he becomes Brahman, which Brahman? Brahman, Nama, that is Brahman. So whatever is the status of Nama, that's the status that he gains. So, Yavan Namnahagatam, whatever is the reach of name Nama, Tatrasya Yatha Kamacharo Bhavati. So, yatha kamachara, freedom of movement, kamachara, chara means movement, kamachara, freedom from movement, freedom of movement. He attains freedom of movement in the realm to which the name spreads. So, whatever is extent of the name, reach of the name, in that realm, he gains the freedom of movement. Who? Yo nama brahmati upaste. Again, that is upasamaharavan. Meditates upon nama as brahma. So then says the Abhinava Narayanandra. Brahma drishtya nama tradhyanat na shoka nivrutti. Brahma drishtya nama matradhyanat. Meaning that realizing brahman as nama. The shoka nivrutti, so Brahman realization is there. But shoka nivrutti, if you realize Brahman is Nama, then the shoka nivrutti. Why? Nama vikaratvena tadjnanasya atma jnanatva bhava. So only when you know Brahman as Atma, as a self, that is when shoka nivrutti is. So even if one knows Brahman as Nama, then that's, a, that's an achievement, no doubt about that. But still, that he expands himself now. So far, his field of movement is only where his body is, so far. So by meditating upon Brahman is now, identifying with that, he is now, his field of movement is much greater to Wherever the Nama extends, that is where his stream of movement is. Meaning that he has gained a lot of freedom as compared to what he had before. But even that freedom also is not adequate to make him free from grief still. Meaning that he does not become free from the sense of inadequacy still. He is certainly more adequate than what he was before. So maybe his intensity of suffering will be less. But still, he does not become free from shoka or suffering. 
nanah, vikarakpena. What is vikara? Something that comes and goes. And something that is subject to modification. Something which is limited. Something which is perishable. <coughs> that way it does not become free from the idea that I am perishable. I am great, alright. But still, does not become free from the idea that I am vikara, I am modification, I am perishable. It doesn't become free from that. Therefore, atma jnanatva bhava. So that knowledge is not the knowledge of the self. Because self is what? Nirvikara. So it was all said earlier. In the discussion of mantravit and atmavit, that mantravit, karmavit, so karma, karyam, vikara, etc. And so, atma is nirvikara. <coughs> so until he comes to know that I am nirvikara, I am changeless, I am imperishable, I am immortal. Until then, he cannot get freedom from shoka or grief. Ataha anya eva atma vaktavya hai. Atma must be, should be different from Nama because Nama is Vikara. Atma cannot be Vikara. Therefore, Atma must be different from Nama. Therefore, it avipraena prachyati. With that avipraya, with that intention, Sage Narada asks. So, say, Ki masti bhago nama bhuyahiti. He bhagavaha, O Venerable Sir. Is there something which is superior to Nama Bhuya? <coughs> Bhuya has several meanings. One meaning is better, superior. Other is Bhuyo, Bhuyo, again and again. So, Bhuya also means Prachuratvam or Bhuya means also repeating. Here Prachuratvam is a Nama Bhuya. Is there something greater than the Nama? Recognizing that, I, that becoming Nama is not still becoming Atma. Therefore, is there something greater than Nama? Says, Nama Vaya Bhuya Asti. Says, yes, there is something Bhuya, greater, superior to Nama. Tanme Bhagavan Bravetvaiti. The Venerable Sir, please tell me about that. <coughs> Otherwise, the lecture will not proceed. So, every statement creates a further desire to know, and that's how the discourse continues. <coughs> so, this also is a, is a very beautiful thing, because it's a live teaching tradition. This is a live dialogue between the teacher and the student, the disciple. And so we can see also the process of how slowly the transformation happens in the disciple. So from a atheist, from a non-believer, from a, what shall, what shall I say, uh, a a revolter, you know, so fellow rewards from that. How he became a conformist, believer, preacher. <coughs> so that's how the transformation. Here also, so transformation takes place in the in the student. <coughs> how Arjuna also got transformed from a warrior to a jignasu. <coughs> So Bhashyakara says, Sayastu Nama Brahmeti Paste Tasya Yatpalam Bhavade Tachnu Yavan Namna Gatam Namna Gocharam Tatra Tasmin Nama Vishay Asya Yatha Kamacharaha Kamacharam Rajnya Iva 
सुविषय शेषु नाम ब्रह्म वास्ते नाम ब्रह्म तस् यु हे नारदूल of that the grossest level is covered by nama and subsequently settler and settler levels will be covered by the subsequent uh, you know uh, the the means that will be given <coughs> so yava nam nogatam nam nogochanam tatra tasmin nam vishaye asya yatha kamachara kamacharanam bhavati so is the field of movement in the realm where the nama extends the example is given yes ragneva so vishaye bhavati just as a king has freedom of movement in his own domain similarly also is upasaka has freedom of movement in the whole region where the name has its reach <coughs> उपासनारद Still, I cannot become free from grief because I am still in the realm of vikara, realm of modification, change. I still have not overcome the change. Therefore, is there something superior to that? So then, Bhagavad says, "Kimasti Bhagavaha namno bhuya adhikataram yada." ब्रह्मदृष्टिअर्हमृष्टिअर्हमृष्टिअर्हमृष्टिअर्हमृष्टिअर्हमृष्टिअर्हमृष्टिअर्हमृष्टिअर्हमृष्टिअर्हमृष
this nor of the self goes beyond the grief in those words says Narada essentially or effectively asked about the Upadesha about the Atma. Tathapi sarvantarasya atmana sahasa pratiti shishyasya utpaditum ashakyayate and still Sayyid Sanatkumara feels that to create in Narada immediately the knowledge about the self, Ashakya is impossible. So from where Narada is, in that mind that Narada possesses, he is in the realm of Nama, in the grossest possible realm right now. From there to lift his mind, from there which is subtler than subtlest is not possible. So, Tathavi Sarvantara says, Nama is not Sarvantara. Atma is Sarvantara. Sarvantara says, Atmanaha Sahasa Pratidhi Shishyasya Uttpadatam Ashakyayati. It is impossible to create in a disciple the Pratidhi, the realization, the knowledge of Atma, which is Sarvantara, the self of all. Idi prasam sthulam nama bodhidava. Therefore, Sayyid Sant Kumara begins with what is sthulam, which is gross, which is most evident, which is nama. That's where he began. Tasmin neva atmatpadnyanena. So, may you know the nama is Brahman, or nama is atma. Kim bhuyasthiti prashte. What is it? Ha, Tasmin Anatpatvajnana. All right. So, Prasam Sthulam Nama Bhavitvan, Tasmin Anatpatvajnana. So, when you say Narada realizes this is not Atma, this is Anatma, Kim Bhuyavastiti Prashte. Is there something superior to that Naradena Tadabhyantaram Vacham Atmatvena Bodhayati? But Atmatvena Bodhayati. So the next one says the speech is Atma. So then he should know Nama is Atma. Then he finds, is there something better than this? Realizes still it is Vikara. Then he wants to know is there something better than that? Then Vacham Atmatvena Bodhayati. But anyway, or let us put it this way, that it recognizes Nama as Atma, then find that there is still Vikara, why it cannot be Atma, never comes to the conclusion that Nama is Anatma. So now he wants to know, is there something that deserves to be called Atma, because I discovered that Nama is not Atma. So that way also you can say. So meaning that when says, Sanat Kumara says, Nama Upasvaiti. So may you look upon Nama as Brahman. So you know we realize Nama is Brahman. But still it is Vikari endeavor, it cannot be Atma. So is there something now which is superior to this? So Vacham Pratyaga Atmatvena Bodhayati. Then Sanat Kumara says, okay, speech is Atma. Kramena Mukhyam Atmanam Bodhayami. Thus, Kramena, thus, in this succession, Mukhyam Atmanam Bodhayami. I will ultimately give him the knowledge of the Atma in his true sense. Jivaprana Sanat Kumara Ayati. So, with that in mind, Sanat Kumara says, Sanat Kumara Namo Vava Bhuyaha Astiva Ityuktaha Aha Yanyasthyadi Asti Tanme Bhagavan Bravitvide So with that in mind that I will slowly lead Narada in 
successive steps are leading from Nama to Atma. So with that in mind, Sanat Kumara said, did not say Atma is superior. So, Va, Nam Navaya, Bhuya, Astiyava, Hinarada, indeed, there is something superior to Nama. <coughs> when say Narada was told like this, then he asked, Narada said, Yadi Asti, Tanme Bhagavan, Raveeru, if there is something superior to Nama, Bhagavan, the Venerable Sir, please tell me about that. <coughs> so says the Tikagara, Nama Adibya, Prasak Bhutam, Brahm Pratyagatmana, Bhutayitam Eva, Nama Adi, Upanyasaha. So Nama Adi, Upanyasaha. This presentation here of Nama, Vak, Manaha, Sankalpa, that whole succession is there. Why? Just to know, to communicate that Atma is different from each one of these. So from the grosser to the subtler to the subtler to the subtlest. So Nama Adivya Prathak Bhudam Pratyagatmanam Bodhayitam The Pratyagatma, the innermost self is Prathak Bhudam. He is separate from Nama and all of these up to the Prana. So only to convey that alone is the Nama, is the, is the presentation of Nama, etc. Not for Upasana. Upasana Vidhanandu Mandana Chittai Kagriyaya. So even though Sanat Kumara says Nama Upasvayake, so Sanat Kumara prescribes a meditation. So the, the Tikagara says Mandana, it is for the the uh, less developed students, Chittrikagraya. So those who need the Chittrikagraya, those who need the, the focus of the mind, concentration of the mind, for them the Upasana is prescribed, not for everybody. So those who do not require Chittrikagraya, they just will see that Nama is not Atma, speech is not Atma. But for those who require that, at every stage they will meditate and gain further and further ikagrata, concentration of mind. Ashritya vidhana jnaya nachari purvameva uktam drashtavyam. Ashritya vidhana jnaya. You will go to the earlier page. Two ninety six. It was in footnote number one. Dadna Indrikamasya Juhayad. Idiatra. So we already discussed earlier that in the subject matter of Agnihutra, in the Karmakanda, the discussion was about Agnihutra. Prakruta Agnihotra. Agnihotra was the topic under discussion. Then a statement came. Dadna Indire Kamasya Juhuyadi. Kamasya, one who is desirous of Indriya means vigor of the sense organs, Dadna Juhuyad, he should offer dahi or, or curd. <coughs> so three things are that. Agnihotra. The dhi is the to be offered. Indra, the vigor of the sense organs is the what is intended. So, Indra Uddeshena. So, what is intended is the, the vigor of the sense organs. What is to be offered is the dhi or curd. Where? So, no, this is to be done where? This was a question. In Karma Kanda, the question arose. That Dadna Indri Kamasya Juhuyad, that may one offer curd if desirous of the vigor of sense of where? So, the, the, the ultimately the conclusion arrived that this is in Agnihotra Karma. So, this is Karma Kanda problem. Then the statement Dadna Indri Kamasya Juhuyad, 
one desires of indriya vigor of sense organs should offer dadi or kar but where in agnihotra so from all the context they arrive at this conclusion so agnihotra is the ashraya dadi is the 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 uddesha is what indriya is uddesha and dadi is vidhiyate the offering of dadi is what is enjoined here three things are there similarly in the current topic that we are the nama is the ashraya what is vidhiyate upaswa the meditation is what is enjoined for what for the for the ichitta uh, ekagrata for the concentration of mind so chitta ekagram is the uddesha and then upasana is what what is enjoined where in the context of nama so in the when you are talking about nama you do meditate upon nama for chitta ekagrata that's what it means <coughs> so that way this next two passages fourth and fifth also are done we'll continue next we'll continue tomorrow om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamada yapurnamevavashishyate om shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Vadarayanam Sutra Vashya Krutau Vande Bhagavantau Punakunaha Ishvaro Gururatmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadyapta Dehaya दक्षिणामूर्त नम शाषाषाति हरे ओ श्रीगुरभ्यो नम हरे ओम